0: Christ died for our sins. And when we repent Mm -hmm. to him, we will be cleansed of all of our unrighteousness. And that's not a question. It's a promise.
1: Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships.
0: BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in.
1: Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa with Blended Kingdom Families. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, to like, share, comment, subscribe. All the, things. all the things. All the things that will keep you alerted to our new podcast when they drop every single Monday. If you're listening on Audible, first of all, you're awesome. Second of all, you can always go to our YouTube channel and pick this up in full video format, you can see us live in, in person here. Yes. And uh, we're excited. Yeah. This is uh, number two of a four-part series that mm-hmm. we've been doing on the church and blended families. And if you didn't catch episode one, it's a week before... And you can go and listen to uh, us introduce this topic, something we're very passionate about. And as we introduced uh, session two, we were going to talk about, does the church have answers or more questions? Right. Um, and again, I... The reason we're bringing this topic, and I want to say this at the beginning of every one of our sessions, it's not to condone divorce or to shame pastors or to shame the church. It's really just to highlight an opportunity. It's an opportunity that we feel like God has presented to us and said, Mm -hmm. hey, here is uh, an abundance of opportunity of blended families uh, that that are not getting ministered to in the church and their marriages are not getting ministered to. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times that can just, it's such a lost feeling.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Such a lost feeling. Uh, and we've talked to countless blended families um, that are really trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. They really want to do marriage God's way. Yeah. They really want to find community. They want to find their people and they want to feel uh, like God uh, accepts them in the church. And mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, that's just not not happening.
0: Yeah. And I think um, I think struggling... I think a lot of people struggle through their situation without knowing God's love. And I think that comes from a lack of presence with the Lord. And a lot of people don't quite understand that. I know personally, I didn't for many years. I was Mm -hmm. like getting in the Lord's presence. What is that? And I think, um, because people don't understand that we, we don't understand the power that comes with that and how that can help equip us. And, um, help us to exercise in our authority in our marriages mm-hmm. and in our families and as parents um and i think that you know as we you know talk about this topic mm-hmm. one thing that we just want to impart and stress is that the more we can have the conversation and i think the more that we can talk about it inside of the church mm-hmm. um then I think the more awareness we can bring to it, the more awareness we can bring about how Satan wants to attack our marriages, Mm. how he wants us to live in generational cycles of divorce and how he wants to attack our legacy, you know, and our, our children's, you know, future marriages and our mm. grandchildren's f- future marriages. And so, you know, um, but I think a lot of it is, you know, a lot of us don't really quite comprehend the magnitude of the, lo- the father's love. And it begins with a personal relationship with Jesus.
1: Well, and, and we've, I think we've experienced this personally mm-hmm. and, you know, especially growing up in, in, in our small worlds. And then we've seen it with a lot of blended families, it's like they don't—they don't feel like they can get accepted in of God's love. Mm-hmm. Like they feel uh, so many people who have gone through divorce or who have really—and—and and, and I mean, you know, there's different ways people can go through divorce. You know, there are people yeah. who get somebody divorces them. They're like, I don't want to be married to you anymore. And uh, you know, maybe that's through adultery or addiction or so many things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then there are other people who may have caused a divorce, sure. who may have been the adulterer, who may have been in substance, you know, a- abuse and and they're they're moving on with their lives and mm-hmm. they're maybe remarrying, mm-hmm. but they feel like this judgment that's you know, that's clouded that says, God's not going to love me. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's not going to accept me. Um, and a lot of times that happens because, you know, members of churches are, you know, they may not feel accepted and they had a bad church wound, you know, or mm-hmm. heard about a church wound. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're absolutely right. Not understanding how to be in God's love or mm-hmm. accepting of God's love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be a very scary place. Absolutely. And we've we've kind of mimicked the story to imagine you're in the the Sahara Desert, the biggest desert in the in the world. Yeah. You're in the middle of it, and you have no water and no map. Yeah. I mean, if you can imagine the isolation that you would feel and the smallness that you would feel as you looked east to west, north to south, you saw nothing. You knew that you had zero resources to walk, and even if you could you would know direction you're moving, right? Um, and I think a lot of blended families can feel that way. Yeah, they want to be safe, they want to be rescued, they want to be loved and taken care of. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like, where do I go? And and what do I do? And can I feel confident that the church has the answer? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to walk in and be like, I, I don't feel any better or maybe I have more questions now than I did when I came here?
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, again, and I'll go back to it all starts. It also, I think it all starts with having the conversation. And if we can't talk about it, then we don't know about it, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, talking about it and... um and just bringing it to light, mm-hmm. I think that in itself, you know, it will bring about an awareness. And when we can, um, when we can learn from one another, one another, when we can, you know, find resources um, and implement those resources, you know, inside of the mm-hmm. congregation, it's just going to help more marriages and families. And, you know, I think of a story. Um, of a friend of mine, and it was like within the last three years. She she had told me this uh, a couple of years ago, but it was recent in her own life that mm. this had happened. But she was at a church, and it was, you know, a church here in in the DFW area, and the the preacher had was speaking on something on marriage mm. and. Uh, implied and, and had said, you know, if you've been divorced and remarried, this doesn't apply to you. Mm. And she said, I, she said, my husband and I got up and walked out of the church and never went back. Mm. And I just think of how many other families and people who have possibly been in that same situation. Mm. And because they experienced that, um, inside of a church, then got a um flawed view of who our father is mm. and the love that he gives, because if they're looking at a preacher of the gospel who is saying that to them mm. and 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 that shame that they have felt in that moment, you know, then maybe they're looking at the father and saying like if if this is the person who serves you and if that's how you feel mm-hmm. like I don't want any part of that, yeah, you know.
1: And I want to read Romans 5.8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I've heard that passage many times, mm-hmm. uh, but I want to put that into some context here mm-hmm. uh, because, again, what our goal is in this series is yeah. to highlight opportunity, and, but really also to highlight the way blended families are feeling. And I know if you're watching this and you're in this situation, like your blood pressure is up, (laughs) because you're thinking, this is how I feel. I love Jesus, but I don't feel community, and I don't feel accepted, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm worthy of God's love. Mm -hmm. And it says, while we were still sinners, and I want to encompass everything there, you know, we celebrate recovery. We Mm -hmm. celebrate anybody coming to Jesus mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. under any circumstances and and you really have to put the large swath there that Jesus gives forgiveness mm-hmm. and he gives that to anybody who seeks that
0: well it tells us in 1st John it says you know um, when we, when we repent that all that we will be cleansed of all of our unrighteousness yes. and really here this verse, you know, for Christ did not die for righteous people or those who have done good, but for others, but for sinners, that is for ungodly, unrighteous people living with in willful rebellion against God. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're all living in willful rebellion yeah. against God, but we are sinners and Christ yeah. died for us. And we are covered by the blood of Jesus. And if you're listening to this and, and that, and you are feeling, you know, I am not worthy of God's love. Let me stop right here and tell you that, yes, you are. That is the exact reason why Jesus died on the cross. You were worthy to be saved. He died for you and me. And that covers all of our sins, including divorce, including you know, adultery if you committed it, including, you know, your past addictions, you know, including, you know, abuse, all of that. Um, Christ died for our sins. And when we repent Mm -hmm. to him, we will be cleansed of all of our unrighteousness. And that's not a question. It's a promise.
1: I I just, I I think it's just kind of overwhelming to me right now how many people needed to hear that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I, So many people suffer in darkness and they suffer in silence.
0: And that's where the enemy attacks. Yeah.
1: In the absence of light is complete darkness when Satan is most likely to attack. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When we are alone in community, Mm -hmm. when we are separated from other believers, when we are isolated in our own fear, when we have been isolated by... um, maybe a negative comment or an unwelcome statement
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is this this is satan's playground oh yeah this is where he looks and says that's my opportunity mm-hmm. i'm going to strike right there while they're at their worst i'm going to make sure that they know that that's the way everything is mm-hmm. and and even as a believer and as somebody who you know we 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 we, we work in ministry And you think, like even us, we get that. We get that. We we get attacked that way all the time. And 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 I look at somebody who's maybe, you know, in middle of Indiana, nowhere, Mm -hmm. and they don't have resources, or they don't Mm -hmm. have, you know, and they're just they're just in this season. And I believe that is why we see statistics that follow second divorces and uh, second marriages and third marriages. That the divorce rate is so high. Mm -hmm. It's like Satan's got Mm them. He's got your family, Mm -hmm. uh, and he's not letting go.
0: No. Well, and it says in 1 Peter 5 eight, it says, Be alert and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And we've used, you know, kind of this example of, you know, you think of a pack of lions and, mm. um, you know, or like if you're like in a pack of zebras and when you mm. get away from the herd, you mm. know, they will attack the one that is singled out, not with everybody, yeah. but that is singled out. And so... Um, you know, he's constant, say, the enemy is constantly on the prowl. He's constantly, you know, looking at that kink in our armor of how he can get into our marriage, how he can get into our blended family, how he can get to our children. Um, but we as the church need to seek out those who don't feel included in. To protect, them. to protect them and yeah. um and share about God's love. Mm. Let them know that you are loved. That mm-hmm. the God of the universe <laughs> thought of you before you were even born mm-hmm. and um you know, created you fearfully and wonderfully and he loves you and you do fit in. You do have a place. You do have a seat at the table.
1: Well, and 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 we've talked a lot about Marriages, and, and I think a lot of the focus is on those folks who have been remarried. I don't want to negate uh, a very isolated group of people who are mm-hmm. the children and and talk about, you know, does the church have more answers or more questions? If you're a teenager and you're a blended family
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're seeking to be accepted,
0: mm-hmm. I mean,
1: as a, as a teen, as a kid, we know that that's their goal is just let me find couple people who love me and I can count on and let me find community. Yeah. And imagine that person going into the youth group and not feeling connected yeah. or going into the church and not feeling accepted. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine, you know, when we talk about the lions, I mean, they don't just, set, they don't just attack the one who separated. They attack mm-hmm. the, the youngest and the sickest. Mm-hmm. That's, who, that's who they find. The yeah. easiest to eat is the one who the lion will devour. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's our kids.
0: Mm-hmm. and well and it like you i love that you when you said the sickest and the weakest because yeah i mean you know when it comes to to the strong ones you know that just imagine that fight but the ones yeah. that you know he can take out with one swipe
1: yeah mm-hmm. the easy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and again i this is a th- four-part series and we're gonna and i know the first two have been pretty heavy mm-hmm. and and, I, and be honest with you the third one's gonna be heavy too um But we're doing all this to highlight opportunity. Yeah, Uh, we're not doing it to shame. We're not doing it to man, just like really stick it to the church or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. We're just doing it to say, hey, listen, there's a group of people who are longing to find Jesus and want community and want that protection Mm -hmm. that community provides. Yeah, and from what we see, it's just not being, it's not available to them.
0: It's yeah, it's not available. Um, you know, and um, and that's our heart. Our heart is to. To provide more resources and just to be an arm, to be um, just an instrument in the Lord's hand, that we can, you know, come alongside you and your church. If you're a pastor, um, or if you're, you know, at a congregation, um, or even just in a community group, yeah, um, or life group you know, reach out to us, reach out to Um Know that we are here to pray for you. We have a prayer mm-hmm. team. We love covering people in prayer. Um, but we know that this is hard. We know that a lot of people, We know that a lot of congregations and a lot of pastors are that, and some that we've talked to, they're like, we don't even know where to begin with that. Yeah. Um, A lot of them are scared, to be honest, um, because you're afraid some people may leave because they think that you're condoning divorce, um, whereas, you know, some, you know, may do the opposite. Yeah. So, you know, um, we know that it can be a a difficult situation, um, but we're here and we're open to having that conversation and just being, just being, like I said, just a just an extra arm and support.
1: Well, and I don't think this is a whole lot different. in what we're kind of, I think, if if we're seeking goals and looking at, you know, kind of uh, comparisons, I don't think it's a lot different than you know when churches, you know, broach the subject of reaching out to prison ministries and mm. let's let's go out and let's work with with those who who need Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen that be amazingly successful. I mean, there's no question about it. Absolutely. Uh, and we love that. Uh, I think there's other opportunities to, to go in more. So yeah. series, uh, session one really talked about, you know, identifying that problem. Uh, we talked about some stories that we heard in our blended Kingdom project. Uh, this was really about kind of, again, more highlighting maybe how blended families feel mm-hmm. and, and does the church really give them the answers or are they, are they leaving with more questions? Yeah. Uh, and are they still tracking alone? Mm-hmm. So, Next session, session three on blended families in the church, we're going to talk about how the church feels about divorce and what the Bible encourages us post divorce. It is a crazy good episode that, mm-hmm. that we're going to have a lot of good information. Uh, and we've actually talked about this topic before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to get some you know, more information on it. Uh, we did an amazing podcast with Pastor Jimmy Evans uh, yeah. earlier this year where we talked about the church and how they feel about divorce and how how, how God views that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't, check that out, and I, I bet you'll be encouraged. But yeah. we want to kind of leave you with this. Coming up next week, we're going to talk about how the church feels about uh, divorce and what the Bible encourages us post-divorce. Mm-hmm. And again, we're hoping to encourage and to to activate people who are listening to this to go out and go into ministry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wonderful. Hey, good hanging out with you. Yeah, you too. Ooh. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you had a wonderful, wonderful time. You guys have a great
0: day. Be blessed in all that you do today.
1: Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode.
0: And you can find more resources from blended kingdom families at blended kingdom Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.